Welcome to Standard Chartered Money Insights, a podcast series by Standard Chartered Bank that brings you market views and insights on the go. Hello and welcome to the fifth installment of our Through the Noise mini-series to discuss our 2023 outlook, Playing It Safe. Today we're going to talk about all things FX. On a 12-month basis, we're bearish on the US dollar and expect the euro and the Japanese yen to be key outperformers. However, we don't expect this US dollar weakness to start straight away. To discuss the nuances of FX markets, I have with me today Manpreet Gill and Abhilash Narayan. Before we get started, just a quick note to remind you that if you want to join us for the 2023 Global Market Outlook webinar on the 11th of January, please visit www.sc.com GMO for Global Market Outlook to register. So, Manpreet, let's get started. Let's think. Of, let's talk about the US dollar. I, I guess you know we are bearish on the US dollar over a longer period, um, but don't expect the path to be linear. Can you sort of give us some sense as to why this is the case? Hi, Steve. Uh, yes, that's absolutely right. So, on a full year basis, uh, we have turned more bearish on the dollar, expecting it to decline around five percent on the full year basis. However, if, like you said, we don't expect that path to be linear. Uh, and if we look at the context of the last couple of weeks where we have seen um, a sharp correction, um, against that backdrop, we actually expect the dollar to consolidate or perhaps even strengthen a little bit over the next one to three months. Now, we hold this view uh, particularly because of three, three reasons. Uh, the first is that while the Fed has signaled it, it is likely to slow the pace of rate hikes, um, it has also said that it intends to continue hiking rates a little bit further, at least into the first half of 2023. As a result, the US dollar will continue to be supported by one of the highest real interest rates amongst major currencies, at least going into into the year. The second is the risk of a colder than forecast winter in Europe um, and what is still an ongoing Russia-Ukraine conflict. And this is likely to keep the euro depressed over the next one to three months to the benefit uh, of the dollar. And finally, of course, is, is safe haven demand. I mean, one of the factors worried about is, uh, you know, a slowdown in global growth. Um, and that looking out at least for one to three month horizon might be to the dollar. OK, so what's going to change as you go through the rest of 2023? Well, as we go through the rest of the year, um, we actually expect four factors to ultimately push the dollar uh, you know, lower from where, where we are today. The first is the Fed itself. Um, while you know the Fed may not be done yet, we do expect it to pause its rate hikes. Uh, and more importantly for FX, expect it to pause sooner than uh, mo- a lot, most other major G10 central banks. The second is, uh, you know, inflation. So, you know, we do expect a, a relatively more rapid decline in inflation in Europe, um, which should lead to a narrowing of real rate differentials uh, between the US and, and other G10 markets. The third, of course, is an easing of geopolitical uncertainty in Europe and perhaps more importantly, China's uh, you know, a reopening and a return of greater mobility uh, to reduce that uh, safe haven demand we just discussed. And finally, you know, the US dollar is still pretty overvalued despite the, the pullback in recent weeks. So a correction of that should also help uh, move the dollar lower. OK, so we expect the dollar to decline. Abhilash, can you give us a sense of where your top convictions in, in currency markets are for next year? Uh, hi, Steve. Absolutely. So uh, in 2023, we expect the euro and the Japanese yen to be the key beneficiaries of the broad dollar weakness that Manfred just, just talked about. Uh, however, uh, similar to the dollar, we don't expect the path to be linear. So in the next one to three months, uh, we see elevated risk that euro dollar 
could decline towards parity or 1.03 level uh, after you know a consolidation of, of the recent rally that we have seen. Uh, the recent decline in European inflation also mean, uh, means that there is some risk that ECB could sound uh, uh, less hawkish uh, over the next few months. Uh, and last but not the least, we think Euro is likely to sustain an energy risk premium heading into the winter months. But as we go through 2023, uh, we think that Euro should strengthen uh, and that's down to four key factors. So first of all, uh, as Manpreet mentioned, we do expect geopolitical risk to ease and that should benefit the euro. Uh, secondly, we expect the balance of payments for eurozone as a whole to improve due to lower energy prices. Uh, third, we expect a faster decline in inflation in, in Europe relative to the US and that should lead to more favorable real interest rate differentials for the euro. Uh, and last but not the least, uh, we do expect Chinese growth to rebound in 2023, and th that should act as a tailwind and, and push euro towards 1.10 to 1.12 by the end of 2023. Okay, uh, let's move on to look at the, the yen. You, you mentioned that you expect the yen to appreciate. I guess one of the, the key stories for the majority of 2022 was the, 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 the size of the yen weakness. So can you give us a sense of why you see that reversing in next year? Absolutely. And I mean, if you look, look back at 2022, one of the key reasons why yen weakened versus the dollar was the rise in, in U.S. Uh, bond yields. Now, in the near term, uh, we think that uh, dollar yen could consolidate in a, after the sharp declines we have seen and trade in a range of 132 to 135, uh, as we do expect uh, U.S. Treasury yields to, to sort of consolidate as well. But on a 12-month horizon, we expect dollar yen to decline towards 125 to 130 range, driven by our expectation of U.S. government bond yields, uh, which should, uh, uh, you know, lead to lower interest rate differentials. Uh, in addition, we expect improvement in balance of payments and reductions, uh, reduction in concerns around global growth to also uh, support a bit more yen strength. Uh, last but not the least, uh, you know, if we do see any reduction in the current accommodative stance uh, from, from BOJ, uh, such as changes to the yield curve control policy, that could act as as further tailwind to push dollar yen lower. Okay, Mampri, let's come back to you. So uh, in a, a podcast uh, with, with Rajat at the beginning of the week, um, we discussed, you know, the elevated probability of a recession in 2023. In such a scenario, how are commodity currencies uh, likely to perform? Well, I think when it comes to commodity currencies, we think some of those concerns could act in a more front-loaded manner. So, you know, we do expect, uh, you know, the, the worries in global growth slowdown to to sort of put some downward pressure uh, on commodity prices specifically over the next one to three months. And that together with what we discussed on the dollar uh, could mean that commodity currencies trade in a range bond manner, at least, you know, over a one to three month horizon. As we look beyond that, though, and we start looking deeper into 2023 and on a full, on a full year basis, um, we do expect you know, commodity currencies to nevertheless strengthen modestly. Um, we've got, you know, we expect broad based weaknesses, as I discussed at the start. We do expect an improvement in Chinese growth uh, through the whole of 2023. Uh, we also expect a correction of the, what we see as fundamental undervaluation of commodity currencies, at least when you compare where currencies are today relative to terms of trade, which have improved dramatically in recent years, uh, especially for the Aussie dollar. And when you pull all those together, we do believe that commodity currencies should strengthen um, approximately the magnitude of 3 to 5% versus the dollar on a 12-month horizon. 
Okay, Abadash, it looks like a common theme throughout the views, the importance of, of the rebound in Chinese growth that we're expecting in 2023, uh, obviously, as we see mobility restrictions being eased. What are the implications for the Chinese RMB and other Asian currencies of China's growth outlook? Well, uh, Steve, uh in 2023, we expect only a modest appreciation of, of, uh, of Asian currencies versus the U.S. dollar. So if I start with, with Chinese renminbi, uh, we expect uh, you know it to weaken towards 7.05 to 7.10 range uh, over the next one to three months, because we think that given the recent pullback, there is a risk of a bit of consolidation or, or, or you know, a slight, a slight weakening of uh, renminbi if we do see a surge in infections, uh, which could result in a slower than expected pace of economic. Uh, economic reopening, and that could disappoint investors. However, uh, as we go through 2023, we do expect a more broad-based relaxation in mobility restrictions, uh, the support of fiscal and monetary policy to drive rebound in growth in 2023, and, and that should push uh, dollar CNY towards uh, 6.90 uh, towards end of 2023. Uh, if I talk about the other major Asian currency, which is the Indian rupee, we expect the decline to be only modest uh, and some being in the range uh, between 77.6 to 79.5 over the next 12 months. Uh, if, if you look at the key drivers for the Indian rupee, uh, while uh, India is likely to benefit from the broad dollar weakness, uh, the strong domestic growth, uh, especially relative to other major economies, uh, you know, that does argue for, for greater uh, rupee strength. But at the same time, we do see elevated current account deficit uh, owing to substantial, uh, you know, oil and gold imports as, as sort of a constraint for, for further INR strength. Uh, last but not the least, the possibility that a Reserve Bank of India could use INR strength to rebuild FX reserves could also cap the gains for the currency. Okay, that's very kind of you both to share your thoughts with us today. And thank you, listener, also for joining us as well. Um, I hope you found it useful. Um, should you need more information, please do not hesitate to take a look at our Standard Chartered Wealth Insights page on either LinkedIn or on Facebook. Uh, in the meantime, please take care and stay safe. Thank you for listening to Standard Chartered Money Insights, a podcast series by Standard Chartered Bank. For more details on the latest market insights, subscribe to Standard Chartered Money Insights.